0: Hey everybody, what's up? And welcome to The Walk & Love Show. I am your host, TJ Mesitas, excited to be here and answer your questions about everything while we look through the lens of faith, but before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor. Our sponsor today is Supply. Supply is a beautifully lit, clean, and modern building with unlimited potential. Whether you are looking to grow your business or have an awesome party, Supply is the place to make it happen. Sign up for coworking or start planning your next event at supplymanheim.com. And obviously, we love Supply because we're located in it, uh, but we're not going to talk about Supply today. We're going to talk to Hunter Belis, who is the founder host extraordinaire of the journey woman podcast hunter how are you
1: i'm well how are you doing did i I get that right be less -less? that's right perfect awesome just as it looks um
0: fun fact that i've realized about you and i we both married someone named brooke Technically yours is Brooke's.
1: Mine's a plural, but yes, Yeah. So that's cool. So Hunter, (laughs) give
0: us a little bit of intro of who you are, what you got going on. Uh, so our audience can kind of know you and understand where you're coming from and and a little bit about your story.
1: Absolutely. So I am super prone to forgetting who I am and what I'm doing here. (laughs) I don't know if that's mommy brain or (laughs) if that's a problem that everyone has, but I've kind of created my own, I guess, statement of life. Um, who I am and what I'm doing here. And so I'll share it with you. I am a journey woman. I am a journey woman for Jesus. Um, I believe God is sending me out to seek after those who are lost that he has awakened to bring them back to their heavenly father mm. so i primarily exercise this god given design through my roles as like a wife to brooks who's an infantry soldier and a mom to my two girls hadley and davy who hopefully you don't hear in the background right. but if we do They're no worries we understand in the backyard. That. <laughs> <laughs> i could kind of hear them i'm like oh no um but yeah they are wonderful and we do life together here at fort campbell in kentucky for the glory of god and during nap time and when Brooks is like out training and stuff like that, which is really frequent. I actually host a little podcast called the Journey Women Podcast, Mm -hmm. which is designed to encourage women in the various seasons and challenges they face on their journeys to glorify God.
0: That's awesome. And our audience is primarily women. So guys, check this podcast out. Make sure that you watch it. Ladies. Um, so yeah, we're going to jump right into questions. We got some questions for you from our audience. Um, and so we'll do, we'll do question number one from at Alison Ray, what are your top pieces of advice on how to best relate to other women?
1: Yes. I love relating to women. I think that's part of the reason why the Journey Women podcast was born. And this might be overly simplistic, but I don't know. I'm simple-minded. Like I I think maybe because of my season of life, I just got to stick to the basics, right, TJ. Yep, yep, absolutely. You probably can relate. Oh man, I can totally relate. It's
0: like anything outside of like this, I'm like, I'm too tired for that. I got to just focus on what I need to do and get through the day and get two kids alive and in bed.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So when I'm thinking about relating to another woman, which I've had ample opportunities to do, because I think Brooks and I have moved like four times in the last six years. Um, So lots of different faces, lots of new faces, um, lots of new places. And every single time I'm thinking through three things to relate to them. I want to ask them questions. I want to listen to their response. And then I want to seek to remember what they've said to me. Mm -hmm. And I think this just communicates such value value and care to people because everybody, let's just be real. Like everybody wants to both know people and be known by people. And so I've found that just the basic, um, art of asking an intentional question really offers an avenue by which to do that. And so, um, I have a little new mnemonic device that I use. Like I don't actually use, um, the five H's (laughs) in my question asking, (laughs) but I kind of think about it like a filter Mm -hmm. and, um, the five H's that I think through are, what is your history? Who are your heroes? What are your highlights? What are your hopes? And there's one more that, what's your heritage? Like, where do you come from? And so just kind of thinking through, um, kind of asking questions around that for the sake of really engaging with the person with the hope of knowing them. And ultimately for me, for both believers and non-believers, because the gospel is for both saint and sinner, Mm -hmm. the hope is that we would get to meet, people right where they're at in whatever season they're in with the gospel. And I think that really seeking to know them in that capacity gives us a great avenue by which to do that.
0: And so when you're asking the 5 H's, do you have like a little flip card that just like... (laughs)
1: History. So what is your heritage? (laughs) Let's talk. No, um, I'm more so like thinking through what kind of questions should I be asking um, that could help me get to know where this person comes from? And then, you know what I mean? Like as I'm, as I'm knowing like where they're from, then I can kind of like ask more questions off of that and then hopefully listen really, really well to their response and remember so that then our conversations can build on each other for the hope of like actually becoming friends.
0: Yeah, so one thing that I've actually I'm actually really good at remembering what I've talked to someone about, but I'm yeah. terrible at remembering their name.
1: And yes. I, and I like can't and, I I, and I've
0: been really trying to like practice that and and one thing that one of my mentors has been said to me, saying to me is like practice warmth. Like he's like, "I know you're a nice guy. I know you're friendly and funny, but when you first meet people, you don't necessarily give off that vibe because I'm yeah. just like, hey, yeah. what's up?" You know, like And he's like, so so practice warmth. And and anytime Brooke and I are going into like a public social setting, I'm like, you think about that, you got to amp yourself (laughs) up. (laughs) <laughs> yes. I always
1: think before I walk through the door, I think instead of being a, here I am, like when I walk through the door, like, right. Hey, look at me, look yep. at my outfit. I think here you are. And I want you to feel literally embraced, welcomed into this space. Right. I mean, that's what Christ has done for us. You yeah. know, it's like literally so opened up his arm for us. So that's every single time I'm walking through a room, I'm like, there's so many temptations, especially cause I'm talking to the women here. Right. There's so many opportunities for us to think that everything is just revolving around us. Mm. And that's just not the case. Right. And so we Got to get outside of ourselves and really seek to know yep. other people. And that's when people are, I think they're really generally very receptive mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Okay. Well, question number two comes from at Seek and Well. Yeah. Do you ever struggle with insecurities when teaching what God has been teaching you? Do you feel like you have to get it right when sharing, even though you're not you may not fully understand what right is? How do you work through that?
1: Oh um, really, yeah. That's a really
0: good question. <laughs>
1: That is. <laughs> yes. yes. I can't wait to hear your answer, answer too, TJ. Do you feel like that? Because I do. I mean, yeah, it's definitely like
0: one of those things where it's super hard because like, obviously, we don't understand the the full realm of who God is, you know, yes. on this earth. And so you want to try to be accurate and you want to try to be true to what the scripture says. But sometimes scripture is super confusing And, you know, and I'm not I'm not super scholarly, like, you know, like you meet those people, they're like, well, in the Hebrew, this means this. And in the Greek, this means this. And I'm like, I barely understand English. I can't (laughs) understand. (laughs) Um, But I think and I think one thing that like is is frustrating in culture is like if you get something wrong, like let's say you're you're teaching Mm -hmm, on something mm -hmm. wrong. It's like everybody throws out everything you've ever said. Yeah, or everything yes. you ever will say, and I think like yeah, you're as, a heretic. You're done, right? Yeah, and 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 I think as consumers, you know, like obviously we need to check what the Holy Spirit is saying, what Scripture is saying, but also understand that like we're not all going to get it right, and and totally we need to sort of balance that with with grace. You know, like totally. <laughs> I
1: know. I love it. I need that shirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I consider myself more of a sharer than like a teacher, but the reality is like Matthew 28, you know, Jesus tells us go therefore make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the father, son, the Holy spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I commanded you. And so on some level, we are all teachers, whether we have a really tiny online platform mm-hmm. or we're teaching in our homes, our little kids, yeah. or we're teaching at like Sunday school or in our women's ministry or whatever. And scripture is really clear about the responsibility that we have as teachers. So I don't want to diminish that at right. all, but yes. I find so much encouragement in so many examples in scripture, particularly uh, the demon possessed guy in Luke 8. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that story, but he was literally, he was possessed by demons. And Jesus, you know, cast the demons out into a herd of pigs. And then shortly thereafter, he hadn't even walked with Jesus long. He definitely didn't have any seminary training. Right. Yeah. He didn't have like any special evangelism equipping classes. And yet Jesus tells him, return and share what God has done for you. Mm-hmm. And so this guy goes away and he shares and proclaiming all that Christ has done for him. So While, like, I guess I I oftentimes find myself wanting more knowledge, wanting the best answer, wanting more training, wanting um, to be more equipped. But ultimately, like, as I'm sharing or teaching on any platform, whether it be in my home or on the internet, I am resting in the reality that Christ alone qualifies me to do ministry. Mm -hmm. So I rest in Him knowing that not in my own personal knowledge. And, and I think this just presses me into like a humility, knowing that as I teach, I'm resting in what Christ has done for me. The spirit is helping me. And I've got to be willing to admit, like you're saying, like when I do um, deviate from the truth of scripture by accident in my humanity, right, yeah. like walking in humility and being willing to admit that. And um, gosh, it's it's really been a journey for me in learning to do that, especially in a more public platform. Mm -hmm. And I just think, like you said, walking in grace is such an important element. And I kind of have a little check for myself just to determine whether or not I am walking in grace. I know that I'm walking in grace when I'm recognizing that ministry is a mercy. Mm -hmm. Like, if I got what I deserved when it came to ministry, TJ, and I know you'd feel the same, I would have zero followers. Yeah, exactly. I would have nobody to teach. And so I just have to acknowledge that like ministry is a mercy. And on the days that it's really, really hard, um, and I'm either I've messed up or I'm forgetting um, my purpose in it, like I just have to remember that it is a gift and that it's given to me by God and that only he gives the growth. So every single follower that you have at Walk in Love and every follower that I have, has been given to us by God, and it's ultimately for His glory. Right. And when I can press into that and when I rest in that, then I continue to walk forward despite, like, you know, the fear that I might feel. Right? Oh, man, that's so
0: good! So, so good. You're preaching to me right now. I'm yeah, a, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna cry though, I promise. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm the church crier. Like, when someone's <laughs> preaching, I'm just like, oh.
1: I know, I know. Since I've had kids, I've become much oh, more. Man, that way. Same here, yeah, yeah, commercials.
0: Um, oh, that's so good. Uh, question number three comes from at Megan Kistler six. What is your advice for a newly married woman trying to balance work full-time working full-time ministry and homemaking? And so I, I've told Brooke this, I need to write, I need to like get all my friends to write a chapter of a book about balance and like yeah. put it together because no matter who we have on the podcast, no matter who we have on the show, everyone, asks, that everyone question. asks
1: a question about balance. Well, this is going to be interesting then because I <laughs> I don't know that I believe in balance. Right. Okay. I completely ditched the idea of balance. And it's because my life looks so much more like an ebb and a flow than a balance. Mm-hmm. Like when I think balance, I just think equal weight. And that's just not how life fleshes itself out for me. It looks a lot more like things coming to the forefront that need my attention. And then some things falling into the background. And that doesn't mean I can't pick those things back up again. But I think the important thing with our family is to welcome my husband, Brooks, to speak into that process. The same with my kids, even though they're really tiny, just like yours, we can still have the conversation. Like, are you feeling loved by mommy? Mm -hmm. You know, what is it that you would hope from mommy? Mm -hmm. Um, And just to determine, like, given our life season, which I know you're in a season with like a little newborn still ish. Um, and it just different seasons necessitate, you know, different, um, lifestyles. Like it just looks different for all of us. And so I just think that this, the reality of that presses us in to how limited we are. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I transitioned to two kids, I don't know how it's been for you, but that was like the peak of me realizing.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brooks and I always say like one kid is an accessory and two is lifestyle. Yes, absolutely. So the lifestyle of having two children was super humbling for me. And it really um, helped me to acknowledge my limitedness right. and press me into the limit limitlessness of God. And so I just think there's such freedom in acknowledging that we actually cannot manage it all. We can't do balance. Like Mm -hmm. we're never going to achieve, even if we achieved perfect balance, it would last for about 0.2 seconds. And then the scales would be tipped again. And this is just the beautiful reality uh, of the gospel. Like this is the encouraging, freeing reality of the gospel that we can actually work and do what's set before us from a place of rest Mm -hmm. because we can't do it all, but Christ already has done it all on our behalf. Mm -hmm. And so in both our successes and our failures, like when we knock it out of the park and when things are just going great, like we can give God the glory for that. Mm -hmm. And when we fail, we're just presented with another opportunity to tangibly embrace the gospel and to speak to our need for Christ. So good. Yeah. Your answer is similar to mine, um, where
0: I always tell people my phrase is balance is a moving target. And so like, Mm -hmm. you know, we often, I often tell people the story of like our Christmas season, so at Walk in Love, Christmas season is is oh, bonkers. Yes. You know, we gotta get everything out. Everybody's and, buying as soon as possible. For... You know, they wanted yeah. it yesterday. Um, and so I work a ton. You know, like and, and yeah, but I try to and you kind of have to. And to I carry have yourself to, yeah. through the year because you know, that's like a huge that's season. The, yeah, that's the time that that we need to really make our money. And so then I balance that off with hopefully an off season that's quieter and calmer. And, yeah, and the idea of balance, I think, you know, like you were saying, it's a little bit of a myth. Right, in in a day, you know, I'm not going to work 8 hours in a day, day. Yes. spend 8 hours with my family a day. Yes. Eat, but help. maybe in a year but it looks a little year. bit more yeah. balanced. And so yeah. yeah, so we say that all the time, balance is a yeah. moving target and and right now with our with the building and and the new business in the building, like we're balancing that out right now and and hopefully once it gets stable and flowing, you know, positive cash flow, we'll we'll balance it off with some vacation and you know, some time yes. with the phones off and and actually real recently I've been balancing my intense work week with Sunday, I turn off the phone. It goes off Saturday. Oh, Yeah. I, I saw that you guys don't post on Sundays and, and goes, you acknowledge that yeah, on social media. Yeah, and it goes I appreciate off that. Saturday the phone turns off and it turns on Monday morning yeah. and just balancing that sort of like technological stress with a day yes. where it doesn't exist. Um, yeah. sort of. I,
1: yeah. And I think it just frees us up to experiment like you're saying like you are starting a new aspect of the business. I mean I imagine that walk in love was a bit of an experiment for you at the beginning. Oh yeah. Was it? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Journey Women was a huge experiment for me. Brooks and I sitting across the kitchen table like should I do this? Right. Like can we do this? Right. But when you walk in the freedom of the gospel acknowledging that both your successes and your failures like ultimately bring glory to God and he will work all things together for his glory and your good like then you have the freedom to fail right? and you have the freedom to experiment with different things like this, and just kind of play, yeah. you know, and see if it works yep. out. I mean, yours is much more. Uh, you're probably a little bit more tempered in your play because you're like relying <laughs> on. Yes, it, absolutely. It. Mine is definitely more of a. It started as more of a hobby.
0: Yeah, but. and so when we started, you know, when I started walking, love it was a mission trip fundraiser. And so oh, really? it, it was really no, no business aspect of it all. And then Brooke and I got married. I worked in a warehouse. We were wedding photographers. And so the wedding photography paid our bills. And walk in love yeah. was just sort of like, let's try this and let's try this and let's yeah. do that. Um and then eventually we're like, we don't want to shoot weddings anymore. We're gonna do walk in love. And so the let's try this, let's try that has definitely sort of, you know, yes. been more contained just because we have to depend on it more. But yeah, totally. you just have to trust and 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 believe that. God put it in your heart and he's going to see it through. And if it fails, it fails. It, it, yeah. it might be for that very next thing that you do. And so yeah. that's always encouraging to me to hear yeah, other people in the same position going th- I think going much
1: away. more, many more people than you see, like the finished product of what they're working on or like something that's really, you know, becoming successful. You you don't recognize like all the things that that, that happened right. to get to the point where it is where like walk in love where it is today. Yeah. I imagine there's a lot of hard, hard oh, yeah. sweat and tears. Yeah, yeah there is <laughs> a lot of
0: tears, especially since I'm a crier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so question number four comes at, from at Michelle Lee Wanger. What are some practical ways to pursue, pursue spiritual intimacy within marriage?
1: Yeah. I'm really excited to hear your answer to this as well. well I'm excited because, to hear your answer. This, yeah. But. yeah, But, you know, this is something that I think we all, you know, as believers, we're like find, trying to find a like-minded spouse and you always kind of like wonder like, what's it going to look like for us to, you know, pursue God together in the mm-hmm. context of covenant and marriage. And, I think I had a lot of expectations. Actually, I know I had a lot of expectations about that coming into (laughs) marriage. And to be honest, like my husband loves the Lord, but my expectations were let down because I didn't realize like, oh, people relate to God differently than I do. Like it doesn't all (laughs) look like this, you know, inductive Bible study for every single person. So um, I think the thing that I realized is the most encouraging thing I have ever seen in our marriage is my husband pursuing Christ. And on the flip side of that, the most encouraging thing that I could do for him is to simply pursue Christ Mm -hmm. myself. So to seek out spiritual intimacy with God on a personal level and not worry so much. I'm really speaking to the women because I know it. I know you women because I have been there too. Like we want to try and control and to try and help our husbands along to like do the certain thing that we think will bring about like this, the, the desired outcome and instead to just encourage one another when we see each other pursuing God. So like, for example, my husband wakes up really early. He's an army, he's an army soldier, so they have ridiculous hours and he wakes up and he just simply reads his Bible. He's doing like a Bible reading plan and I just will make it a point to tell him like, babe. That really blesses me to know that you're in God's word, Mm -hmm. just seeking to know God's word, because it just makes it easy to follow you when I know you're following Christ, like to encourage him instead of, you Know, I think the Being temptation. Like, what so, devotional
0: did you read today? Is it this one? Is it this one? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, or to demand that you right. know you're you do something together as a couple. Like, right. to be honest, Brooks and I do things together as a couple, like right. spiritually, but it looks a lot different than what I expected right. it to. And so, just to offer, like, to allow there to be some freedom there, and then to encourage each other when we see, um, you know. Y- each other, one another growing in the fruits of the spirit to just be like, to simply voice that like, babe, man, I, I noticed that you are just, you have been so patient with the kids and that is just that, that's throwing down the gauntlet for me. Like I've really been struggling with that and I really appreciate that. And, you know, just to welcome one another into your relationship with God as a friend. So to say like, you know, I read this this morning in the text Mm -hmm. and in the Bible and I don't understand it. Like, do you know what this means? Or, you know, to talk right. about what you learned at church yeah. on Sunday yeah. when you're driving home in the car, like really simple things. Um, But I think I found nothing more encouraging than being encouraged by example and gently welcomed into that growth, that spiritual growth through love and friendship right. with my husband. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. For, yeah. I think
0: when you, when you're, when you're going to marriage, you're like, we're going to do a Bible study together. Oh every yeah. Day. We're have a and, one hour quiet yeah. time. And, and it's just like those expectations <laughs> are sort of thrown out the door and you're just like, I don't know what I was expecting. And, but, it, but it ends up morphing into to what it, what, what works, you know? And yes. so like Brooke is, my Brooke is super subtle in, in the way that she teaches and, and, it has her devotions and, and then all of a sudden she'll be like, Hey, I read this today, and I'll be like, Oh my gosh, it's so good. Um yes, But it's never yes. like we've never been that couple that's like, you know, we're gonna pray together for an hour and like it's just yeah, that's yeah. just not us. And <laughs> I think sometimes we have those expectations yeah. that that will be us. Totally. And 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 honestly, I think the percentage of people that are like that are are really yeah, yeah really super minuscule. It's miniscule. like a unicorn. It's yeah. a
1: Christian unicorn. I haven't met Anybody yeah, who does that. exactly. I mean, Brooks and I have figured out that on a real practical level, us doing certain things like reading through the Bible every year mm-hmm. separately. Right. We do it in our own time. And then having that opportunity to be reading the same passages and then like discussing mm-hmm. what we're reading in the text has yeah. been helpful. Um, and then we do pray together every night. But the reality is, TJ, when you're talking about like, you know, doing things together, a lot of lifestyles don't allow for that. You right. know, Brooks being in the military is probably gone maybe maybe 40 Fifty percent of the year, and mm-hmm. so, you know, we have had to figure out how to navigate that situation and still pursue um, intimacy with God and with each other. And so it's been it's been interesting. You know, you can do so many things. There's so much room for creativity. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to look like what it looks like for you and right. Brooke. Yeah. You know what Brooks and I do. Yeah, exactly. um, but I do think those practical tips are helpful. It's just like to free yourself up from needing it to look like someone else. And instead just to think to myself, what am I going to do to seek first the kingdom and his righteousness Mm -hmm. today? And how am I going to encourage my spouse to do that? Like in a gentle, friendly way, kind of the same way that you would with a friend, you know?
0: Yeah. And then I think another thing that's really helpful is like not to like, there's there's part of me when Brooke is like, "Hey, what can I pray for you for?" I'm like, "Well, why? Well, why? why do you like? Well, this is good to hear. Like, Yay, what? TJ, tell why, us. Yeah. Why, why, why do you need me? To, why do you need to pray what for do me? do I do something wrong? right? You know? Yeah, you like you feel you, like or something. It, yeah, you yeah. take it like as an offense and like to just be encouraged by that. Like that. Yeah. That sometimes is hard for me because I yeah. like, you know, I see a problem, I want to fix that problem, and so if I right. feel like someone's asking me that, I feel like they see a problem. Um, yeah. But totally. I'm also encouraged when Brooke is like, you know. Hey, I've noticed the last two weeks, you've not been as stressed as you had the two weeks before. And that's really great for our family. And, and so stuff like that, I'm just like, Oh my God, yeah. yes, it's working. You
1: know? See TJ, you need to be answering this question the whole time yeah. because you have a primary audience of females. <laughs> so so t- tell us all the stuff. Yeah.
0: Uh, that That's super <laughs> encouraging to me, you know? Um, and, and I've really had to like, sort of been able to like take those types of encouragement, not as like. I want to fix you. And that's, that's hard for me. And it's actually the way that we've done that is having the conversation before that conversation. Like, Hey, if I ever feel like, if you ever feel like I'm too distracted or too this, like Mm. let's, let's be open about having that conversation rather than Uh like, just being like, Hey, get off your phone. Like there, it's so easy to like go there right away. Right. And not manage those expectations beforehand. And so that's one thing that Brooke and I have really right. been working on is like the expectations of the conversations that we're going to have, you know, yes. and to be yeah. able to be honest and upfront with each other in the future, but not talking about it right in that moment, because that could spark into something that it doesn't even Oh yeah. Into. That's
1: unhelpful. Right. Yeah. You know, I think you just want heart change in the same way you want heart change in your kids. And like in the same way that with our kids, the best thing that we could ever do is to be like a living example of Christ in our home, like versus like forcing these like quiet times at the table, you know, and then acting like a jerk, like two seconds (laughs) later, you know what I mean? It's like, that is what I'm talking about where the biggest encouragement I think that we could ever offer to our spouse is simply pursuing godliness Mm -hmm. ourselves. So good. So good. Well, that, those are all the questions we have. Nice, we're done. That's awesome, yeah. Um, I would like to give you a moment
0: to sort of tell people where to find you, where to follow you, where to listen to you, where to read about you. Anything you want to talk about, the floor is yours. I'm going to try to be as quiet as I can.
1: Yeah. Um, if you want to join us over at the Journey Women Podcast, we have a website, journeywomenpodcast.com. We're on all the major podcasting platforms. And really you don't hear so much from me, but you hear conversations with mentors and leaders in the Christian faith. And they we just exhaust like one specific topic for about an hour. So it's kind of like coffee with a friend. Okay. And if you want to join us, yeah, you can just head over there. That's okay. about all I do. And on Instagram than, uh, at, at, at Yeah, uh, Instagram Woman. at Journey Women Podcast okay. and Facebook as well. And yeah, what's your so, Instagram. At, uh, my Instagram is at Hunter B. Okay, cool. And uh, yeah.
0: so I actually do have one more question. What, what's next for you? Still like, is the podcast the full focus or do you got other things we are working on? I always like to kind of understand what entrepreneurs are doing.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, I didn't even know I was an entrepreneur when I started this (laughs) TJ, like I am recording ads out of my two by two closet, Uh but it has been really fun and interesting. Um, I do not know what, what's next for journey women. And we're just continuing to have, you know, conversations with women, but we have an awesome Uh, Line up all the way through September. We're booked through September, which is really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll just see what the Lord has. It's kind of a crazy ride. I mean, Brooks and I were talking and he's been such a cheerleader for me through this whole process. And he's like, baby, you got to do it for a year. And it's honestly, I know you can echo this probably with everything you've done. You bite off a lot more than you realize when you walk into something like this. And so it's just been mainly me kind of trying to keep it at bay and make sure that I maintain my priorities of loving my family and Mm -hmm. serving in our local church. So Mm -hmm. we'll see what the Lord has. Yeah. I don't really know the answer to that question. That's so good. No, that is an
0: answer. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, So good to talk to you. Everybody make sure you check her out journey woman podcast and we'll see you later.
1: Thanks for the opportunity. See ya.
0: See ya. All right, folks, that was Hunter. B-List from the Journey Woman podcast. We so so appreciate her being on the show. Make sure that you check her out. Uh, go follow her. Go listen to her podcast. Sounds like a pretty cool thing going on. Um, and always, we thank you guys for watching our show. Um, make sure you continue to come back uh, and let us know how you listen. We would love to know if you watch on Facebook or YouTube or you listen on the podcast. However you like to listen, we like to know about that so we can better serve you. Uh, thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next time. I feel like I need a cool outro like that. Anyways, all right, see you.